Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Sports Day WA, all thanks to Kia with Peter Vlahos here on this Monday. What a weekend it was. We've mentioned that a couple of times. Of course, headed by what happened at RAC Arena yesterday. We saw the footage, we saw the fans, we saw the cross-section of people that went along for what was a significant event. Okay, the police presence was there, but only there for safety reasons. Well-behaved was the crowd, and certainly from a visual point of view, it was a real spectacular. And that man that was uh, basically ringside, whatever you like to call it, uh, octagon side, is Brett Bonetti, of course, our MMA and boxing expert here on Sports Day. Brett, thanks for your time. Good afternoon, Peter. Great to join you once again. You call it octagon side, don't you? Yeah, cage side is fine, but yeah, octagon side, wherever, however you like to put it, Peter, there's no going wrong. You sound like you're still on a massive high. That was a massive day yesterday, wasn't it? Uh, you said it best. It was spectacular. It was a you know, huge success. The event was sensational. And not only that, this UFC 284 set a new record for RAC Arena, the highest grossing gates of all time there for the history of that arena. And they uh, grossed $5.9 million just for the gates alone. And uh, imagine how well it did with the pay-per-view buys across the world. It was huge. And hence, people asked, why was it so early? Uh, got underway at 7 a.m. The reason was because of pay-per-view and television rights, particularly into the Northern Hemisphere. Yeah, that's right. Again, the, the event was so big across the world. And, and the, the main event, we'll get into the main event shortly, but the main event was such a significant fight all eyes were on Perth, Western Australia because of this. And uh, again, uh, the, the event was a huge success. Let's look at the main event. And it lived up to expectations, didn't it, Brett? It was a classic. It was huge. It was such a sensational fight. Uh, the only downside is uh, Alex Volkanovsky didn't get the nod with the judges. So Islam Makachev defending his lightweight title against, uh, again, uh, a huge uh, you know, performance by Alex, the great Volkanovsky. And, uh, and he was unlucky not to get the win. It was a very close fight. Let's break it down, Brett. It was a, a great fight. Uh, many thought the Aussie maybe was robbed. And there were some jeers when the decision was made. What were your thoughts on it? Was it the right decision? Yeah, there was always going to be jeers because obviously it was Ale- Alexander Volkanovsky's home crowd. And I was really hoping that he would get the nod. But look, it's not a robbery because robberies are those sort of fights when a guy clearly wins. But there's some people that think that uh, that Volkanovski won. There's some people think that Makachev won. So the judges you know, seem to think that Makachev did, did enough. And uh, and look, I, I actually thought that Makachev won 48-47 when I was watching it live. I'd have to go back and uh, watch the, the fight again, just like others have done. But uh, look, it was a really close fight. No robbery. I was really hoping I was wrong because in a close fight, it can go either way. And it really come down to round two for me. I think that round one, uh, Islam Makachev won with his control. Round two was re- really close. And that was the round that, uh, that I thought that could have gone to Volkanovski. Uh, but I gave the very slight edge to Makachev. But again, I was hoping I was wrong with that. Round three, I thought Volkanovski took. 
And round four is the one, the round that I really think that cost Volkanovski the fight on uh, on two of the judges' scorecards anyway, because he got taken down. And and what he said leading into this fight, if Volkanovski was able to get this this fight into rounds four and five, I think his cardio is so much better than uh, than anyone else on the on, in the world. That uh, including Makachev, and it showed during the fight that he was, was able to take over. But Makachev was able to get the takedown and time up the majority of the rounds. Uh, and unfortunately, he took round four. But round five was all Alex Volkanovski and uh, hurt Makachev late, and uh, and the crowd was so loud. We'll get into the crowd once again very shortly. But uh, that's probably the way it uh, sort of ended up. Uh, and yeah, look, one of the judges scored an out about 49-46, so and only gave round five to Volkanovski. I think that was definitely wrong. That that judge should have at least give uh, round three to Volkanovski. Uh, but other than that. Uh, it was a huge performance. And, look, I still believe, and it's my opinion, that Alex Volkanovsky is the best pound-for-pound fighter in the world. Makachev, in the post-fight press conference, gets on saying that I'm now the best fighter in the world. But, look, that was the weight class. He won the fight in the weight class. Pound-for-pound isn't about that. And Volkanovsky almost won. So I still believe that, you know, Alex Volkanovsky is still the best pound-for-pound uh, fighter on the planet. Fantastic. Well, we know our very own Jack Della Maddalena. I actually watched it again today, and he defeated, as we know, uh, the veteran American Randy Brown in what was a first-round submission. That was very impressive. So where does Jack go from here? Uh, again, he is the real deal. We said he was the real deal before this, but, again, Randy Brown is a very good fighter. He 14 fights in the UFC. He had going... Going to this fight, Randy Brown it looked impressive in winning four in a row. Uh, but Jack Della Maddalena, last year, three knockouts, first round, and gets the submission in the first round. So that's four stoppages in the first round of the UFC for, for Perth's uh, Jack Della Maddalena. And the crowd was so good for this fight as well. Uh, look, he's going to want a top 15 opponent. And I don't think this fighters out there want to face Jack Della. Um, he's that good. Uh, and I think they want to avoid him. So, But he's going to get a good fight. He's going to take a holiday at Bali uh, and then come back and get back into training, and he wants to probably get in there pretty soon, probably over in the States. But uh, a lot of the world is talking about our very own Jack Della Maddalena. I can't wait to see him again. But Huge. The sky's the limit for him. And yeah, he, walked, he walked into ACDC TNT. Is that correct? That's right. And the crowd was singing along. They were so loud for the entrances of Jack Della and also Alex Volkanovsky that... You know, going back to the main event, the booze that came out for Islam Makachev, the crowd was so good, so loud. And uh, and Dave Shaw was uh, asked about this from the UFC in the post-fight press conference, and uh, he said one of the loudest crowds he's ever heard across the world. So that's how good it was, and uh, and the UFC will definitely be back in Australia. Yeah, and the who's who was there. We'll come to that in just a sec. The co-main event, tell us more about that. And is Volkanovski's next opponent likely to come? from the co-main event? I think so. I mean, that's what, he was looking for a clear number one contender in his featherweight division where Alexander Volkanovsky holds the belt. And uh, he's got one now. Yair Rodriguez, very impressive against uh, Josh Emmett, getting the uh, submission in the second round and, uh, and looked good. So congratulations to Yair. He's got a great attitude. And he's going to want to fight that, uh, get that next fight against Alex, Alexander Volkanovsky to unify the titles once again. But look, I think that uh, if that fight doesn't happen, I think the rematch between Alexander Volkanovsky and Makachev uh, could be next because a lot of people are calling that because it was such a great fight. But 
you don't want to be holding up the featherweight division either. But Alexander Volkanovsky wants to get in there pretty much straight away. And I think that uh, in a fight against uh, Rodriguez, I think he's too good. I think that uh, Alexander Volkanovsky is something special. So is Makachev. But uh, uh, it's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen in the announcements of fights in the next uh, few weeks. But, uh, but again, Alexander Volkanovsky still got his eye on that lightweight title. He wants to get back there and have another shot at Makachev. Uh, and I think that uh, you know Volkanovski is the only one in the world who can beat Makachev. Really, mm, mm. I mean Makachev is something special as well. Number one and two, pound for pound fighters in the in the world. You don't get to see that too often. The stars aligned, and we got to see it in Perth. Just give us a wrap on uh, the rest of the card and what were the highlights from that because it was a big day. Justin Tuffer, who the heavyweight, who uh, you know got scored a uh, knockout punch in the uh, in the first round against Parker Porter. Congratulations to him. Jimmy Crude and Alonzo Metafield. I told you that was a fight to look out for, and that was a, a great fight. It ended up being a draw, so they'll run that back. Uh, but that was a back-and-forth fight where both fighters were very tired, both guys hurt. Can't believe it actually went the distance in that one. So that was a magnificent one. So they'll run one, that one back. Uh, disappointing performance by Tyson Pedro, so we'll see where he goes from there. And uh, Josh Colabao. Uh, scored a great submission near naked, near naked choke against his opponent. And J- Jamie Malarkey got the win uh, in his fight. And also congratulations to another Eternal MMA product, Jack Jenkins, who uh, scored a good win over John Shannis in the, uh, the main fight of the early uh, prelim portion of the card. So great day for the Aussies all around. Good on you, Brad. And before we let you go, Eternal 73 happened at HBF Stadium on Saturday night. You were there. You've had a big one. Uh, tell us about that uh, briefly, the big one on Saturday night. Yeah, it was a magnificent fight, uh, the event, and it was great to be there. I was there, Kate's side. It was uh, broadcast on UFC Fight Pass. And uh, big news coming out of that was that uh, Stephen Astro Boy Earthegg was in the main event and very impressive, scored a rear naked choke over his uh, Japanese uh, opponent. A minute and a half into the fight, and uh, I think he got a lot of frustrations out as well. 2022 is meant to be the year of Stephen Astro Boy Earthegg. Uh, he was supposed to fight on Dana White's contender series, and uh, what happened is that he had visa issues, couldn't fight, uh, was unfortunately couldn't get a fight for the year. Uh, so he, he would have been in the fight, uh, the card at UFC 284 yesterday if things went his way, but uh, he was pretty frustrated, took it out on his opponent. But the great news is that Mick Maynard and Hunter Campbell, they are UFC matchmakers. They went to Eternal MMA at HBS Stadium on Saturday night to watch Stephen Ersig. So watch this space because I think I've always described Stephen Ersig as UFC ready. I believe he's ready for the UFC, and I think they were very impressed by his performance. I think they will get uh, Stephen Ersig in the studio at SEN with you, Peter, because I'm looking forward to seeing what's next for this young, bright uh, prospect because I think he's going to follow Jack Della Maddalena into the UFC. That's big news. Good on you, Brett. Thanks for uh, joining us. What a great rap that has been from what was a significant event yesterday here in Perth. Thanks for your time. Thanks, Peter. Enjoy the fights. Brett Benetti loves his fights and uh, he certainly describes it very well for those people that uh, couldn't get there yesterday to RAC Arena, giving us a, a nice snapshot on what was a significant event now for New Farm Australian through and through, let's have a check on Perth and the Bunbury weather for tomorrow. For Perth, we are looking at a sunny day. The temperature's dropping down to 27 tomorrow and 19 tonight. Sunny conditions will have south to southwesterlies blowing throughout the day, 25 to 35 knots, so there'll be a, a fraction fresh. Uh, Wednesday, 26, the expected top. In fact, it's staying in the 20s all week.
So a fairly mild week uh, weather-wise for, what is it, the second last week of summer. And for Bunbury, 15 to 28, the temperature range tomorrow and on Wednesday, 25 degrees. Again, uh, a fairly mild uh, next couple of days. All thanks to New Farm's products. They are formulated with the highest quality right here in Australia. New Farm, Australian through and through. Thanks for joining us here on Sports Day WA. I'll be back again tomorrow from five. Have a great Monday night. Thanks to Jimmy and Lee for all their help.